the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather. And he who controls the weather will control the world. Another week has come and gone in the planetary asylum, and it's getting worse by the day. We're all being lied to on so many fronts and on so many levels that the vast majority have no clear understanding of what's unfolding, what the objectives and agendas are that are being carried out, and what entities are actually pulling the strings. Is World War III their next objective, their final option, as global ecosystems collapse along with global economies that are completely dependent on those ecosystems? There's no if in this equation. It's already unfolding. Please, take a moment to listen very carefully to the following audio recording that was taken from a video done by a former IDF soldier, a.k.a. an Israeli veteran. He's understandably angry and clearly feels betrayed. Consider all he says without preconception or bias if you can. The facts he cites from first-hand experience in the Israeli military are not rationally disputable. They are verifiable. Here it is. Listen carefully. I'll play this entire statement from the former Israeli military veteran so that the points he makes are completely clear. There will be no interruptions. Here it is. Shalom. I want you to know before I start the video that what I'm about to say is very controversial. So if you don't have an open mind about what's going on in Israel right now, and you don't want to hear something that might rattle your preconceived notions a little bit, I suggest you turn off this video right now. I'll wait. Okay, if you're still with me, that shows that you're open to listening to some facts and a timeline that points to a very disturbing conclusion. This isn't a video I want to make, and it's something that pains me. I, I had a lot of uh, inner dilemmas whether or not I should do I should do this video, but I feel like nowadays uh, truth and transparency is so important that I feel I should share it with you. So we're all trying to make sense of what happened on October 7th, which is Shmini Atzeret. Some call it Simchat Torah, when we all know Gaza, Gazans came in and basically slaughtered a thousand Israelis and kidnapped a bunch, all in the matter of about seven hours. So what I want to do is reverse engineer this thing a little bit to kind of help you understand why I believe that this was an inside job. First of all, we'll start with September 1st. By the way, everything I'm about to say, everything I'm about to say, will be backed up with actual links to news articles or video footage. 
And if you want any of any of my sources, I'm happy to give them. September 1st, the Israeli government confiscated the weapons of the security teams in the Gaza Belt communities. This was done against the will of those security teams in the Gaza Belt communities. Why that happened, nobody knows. Fast forward to September 10th. On September 10th, the Moetzah, which is basically the municipalities of the Gaza Belt communities, received reports, they received reports, these are civilians, received reports of increased tensions on the border of Gaza during the Jewish holidays, which of course span from Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Shemini Atzeret, which, is, which was on Saturday. Those same heads of municipalities asked the army if they should cancel their festivities in light of the warnings of increased tensions on the border of Gaza. And what did the army say? They said, no, don't cancel anything. It appears as though we're heading into a state of calm. By the way, all links I will share as soon as I uh, have a chance to comment on this. Now, you can assume that the Shabak did not know about this attack, but that's highly improbable. I mean, Israel is probably the most advanced surveillance state in the world, and the Gaza border is probably the most heavily surveilled, and the Shabak, who somehow knew how about a guy who had corona in a toy store and tracked him all the way to a soccer stadium during the days of corona somehow didn't who somehow didn't know about this massive attack planned by thousands of random gazans on pickup trucks and hang gliders are you serious are you really that stupid do you really believe that because if you do i have a bridge to sell you anyways so then there's the theory that the, they're called in Hebrew Tatspitanot, which is basically the command and control center. These are the people, mostly females, who observe, who's tasked with observing the Gaza border fence. They say, there's a theory that says that they were hacked or that, the, the, that, they, that they conquered the or that they blew it up before they could, uh, they blew up the equipment that surveilled. Well, that's BS, because there's actual video footage that I'll also share with you of those same uh, command control center operators reporting on the breach of the fence. The fence was breached in 15 different locations. And you want to tell me that the most highly advanced surveillance equipment on arguably any border in the world didn't pick that up, didn't report it. Well, they did, and it's documented. So don't believe that lie. Now, once thousands of Gazans on pickup trucks and hang gliders invaded Israel, which apparently nobody knew about, right? Okay, you believe that? Which apparently no one knew about. They had seven hours to kill everyone in their path, completely destroy kibbutzim not only that take hostages back to gaza unscathed unopposed 
Now, there are people who say, well, a bunch of battalions were moved from Gaza over to Judea and Samaria. First of all, that's BS. Second of all, okay, so what if they did? Do you know how long it takes a, an, an attack helicopter to, to get activated and blow up any one of those tractors or pickup trucks or hang gliders that invaded Israel? Less than five minutes. And I know, every, I know all these things firsthand because I served on the Gaza border. Less than five minutes. It all could have been over. From 7.01 a.m. on October, what was it, 6th or 7th on Saturday. I believe it was October 7th. It could have been a five minute, it could have been a matter of five minutes before the whole thing was upended. And instead they had seven hours, possibly eight, to conquer Kibbutzim, kill thousands, and bring back hostages alive, unopposed. And there's many people who say, oh, well, this was just a breach. No, that's not a breach. I'm sorry, that's not a, a breach. That's an inside job. And if it's not an inside job, well, then that's even worse. Because that means that the IDF is the most incompetent military that ever walked the face of the earth. And now we're supposed to trust these people to invade Gaza. They're calling up thousands of reservists to invade Gaza under the command of a military that A, didn't see this coming, and B, is too incompetent to react to a, a bunch of pickup trucks with AK-47s invading Israel? You tell me which outcome is worse. What's worse? That it was an inside job? Or that the Israeli army is really this incompetent? Which one is scarier? You tell me. You tell me if you trust this same military to send in thousands of incredible Jewish souls dying to fight for this land into Gaza. And no matter how high their morale is, and it's high, and these are, these are brave warriors, but none of it matters if the people calling the shots are the same people who allowed the Gaza militia to invade Israel's borders, kill thousands, take back hostages completely unopposed. Like I said, this is not a video I wanted to do. This is not something, and oh, by the way, now America is coming with aid? Do you really think Israel needs American aid to fight Gaza? Gaza, their most elite force, their air force is hang gliders, and their ground troops are pickup trucks. They don't even have a tank. And we need American aid to, Israel needs American aid to fight them? Are you serious? You don't think that there's anything fishy going on here? You really trust the IDF to send in all these reservists into Gaza, the same people who A, didn't see this coming, or the alternative, which is much worse, they're so incompetent, they can't even handle a couple of pickup trucks and hang gliders invading their border, killing thousands and taking hostages for seven hours 
practically unopposed. Again, that testimony was from an Israeli military veteran. The facts he cites are a matter of record. The most monitored and protected border barrier in the world breached in 15 separate locations, machine gun toting individuals in pickup trucks and on motorcycles streaming through, roaming around the Israeli countryside for almost seven hours unopposed, and returning with hundreds of hostages, again, almost unopposed. The attackers were training previously in sight of the border barrier for months and even posted their plans on social media. Ponder all of that deeply and then ask yourself, What's wrong with this picture? So, it seems Netanyahu got his new Pearl Harbor, and thus his license to wipe Gaza off the map. Question, how many have taken notice of the fact that all too often, whenever dire news begins to surface on major unfolding issues that doesn't line up with the official narratives or what the controllers of the Matrix want the public to hear, a mass mortality event seems to occur? the Matrix Media coverage of which completely eclipses any reporting of all other issues, no matter how dire they may be, like the looming potential of World War III. Major power centers, even though they are increasingly spiraling into open conflict, are also refraining from any disclosure of their adversaries using weather as a weapon because they themselves are also neck deep in the same atmospheric climate intervention operations. On that note... From Scientific American, this headline, Hurricane Otis came out of nowhere to slam into Mexico. End of headline. Yes, it just magically came out of nowhere, according to Scientific American. Question, did Mexico anger any particular faction of the global controllers? Has Mexico historically stated the same criticisms to the same power center? Investigate. This blank isn't hard to fill in when you consider global events currently in process. Let's connect more dots. From the New York Times, Hurricane Otis makes landfall near Acapulco as a Category 5 hurricane. On the same subject, from Fox News, this. How did Hurricane Otis record intensification catch advanced forecast models by surprise? Question mark. The Fox report then states, Not one high-tech modern computer model showed the off-the-charts rapid intensification. End quote. They continue with this, as Hurricane Otis swirled north toward Mexico's Pacific coastline, a nightmare scenario unfolded. Unprecedented explosive development in only hours, going from a Category 1 to a catastrophic Category 5 with almost no warning, they say. Stunning residents and meteorologists alike. Yes, stunning. The willfully blind so-called weather experts that have their eyes wide shut in regard to the shockingly obvious and undeniable climate engineering atrocities that are raging in skies all over the world. Continuing from the Fox report, without warning, one million people were in the path of the strongest storm ever to strike the Pacific coast of Mexico and left with only hours to prepare. Then the Fox News report states this, This is a completely out-of-bounds scenario in terms of forecasting, very different from anything that has ever occurred. Hurricane Otis unpredictably strengthened from a tropical storm to an extremely dangerous Category 5 hurricane in just 12 hours before it slammed ashore bearing down on Acapulco, which is home to about 800,000 people. For the record, the rapid intensification scenario has now become the rule, not the exception. Welcome to weather warfare. We can all speculate 
about the agendas and objectives being carried out, but the fact that climate engineering operations are real and ongoing is beyond rational debate or dispute. The catastrophic combination of industrialized militarized societies and global climate intervention operations have pushed the planet's life support systems past the breaking point, though denial of that fact persists and will continue because the liability, the justifiable rage from societies all over the world will be incalculable if they find out what's been done to them by their governments without their knowledge or consent. That's when the pitchforks and torches moment finally hits home. The following is a case in point on the denial. Follow me through till I get the conclusions of this report and you'll understand my point. Earth on brink of tipping points that could destroy the very systems our life depends on. No, not could, not may, not might, is. And thus, this is a false report. We're not on the brink of tipping points from which there's no return. We have long since passed core tipping points, and that is the correct terminology. Much more on this subject coming soon. Stay tuned. Next, this. More insanity on the nuclear bomb front. From the Times of India, U.S. conducts nuclear test hours after Russia scraps ban treaty, nuclear ban treaty. Let's add this from the Arizona Daily Star. Russia accuses U.S. of violating treaty with Nevada nuclear test. And from Newsweek, U.S. may have given Russia green light to test nuclear weapons. There you have it. The epitome of insanity. The actions of the clinically insane controllers making and detonating more nuclear bombs on an already completely contaminated and rapidly dying planet. What could go wrong? Unfortunately, we're all about to find out the hard way. You're listening to the weekly installment of the commercial-free, non-political, global alert news report. The end of the world as we know it broadcast brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org, the largest and most visited website in the world on the subject of global climate engineering operations, a.k.a. weather warfare. Reaching a critical mass of awareness on this issue is the only way forward in this fight. How do we reach a critical mass? By starting a conversation on climate engineering that leads people to a credible source of data. Geoengineeringwatch.org will continue all of our efforts to be the go-to source on climate engineering operations. Moving on, here's a footnote for the record. Earth just passed the 534th consecutive month of above-average global temperatures. But for some Americans... Not to worry. The climate engineers are whipping up Winter Storm Archer. Matrix Media will sensationalize it as much as they can. But don't eat the chemically nucleated frozen material. This is a truly toxic mix. Dying northern latitude forests are a testimony to this fact. And again, for those who have not heard previous broadcasts and my mention of this, the most consistently less warm region in the entire world over the last now 11 years is the eastern half of the U.S. lower 48 states. With the military bigger than the next 10 biggest militaries combined, they have been able to more consistently engineer cooldowns over the most populated portion of the U.S., the eastern half, and thus continue to confuse and divide populations on the true severity of unfolding planetary meltdown. More on engineered winter weather shortly. But about weaponizing nature. First, from Newsweek.com, rare storm to drop 10 times yearly rain overnight. Tropical cyclone Tej produced heavy rain in desert regions of Yemen. 
10 times the area's annual average rainfall in less than a day. Stop and think about that for a moment. 10 years of Yemen's normal annual rainfall in that region in less than a day. The timing of this event is suspect, to say the least. Why would that be? Follow me through with the next headlines. Let's add this from France24.com. U.S. Navy intercepts missiles fired from Yemen. And then the report states, quote, potentially aimed at Israel. There's more. Numerous Arab states were hit hard by Cyclone Tej. This is from BNNnetwork.com. Cyclone Tej, the indirect impact on Saudi Arabia, Oman, and Yemen. Again, remember and consider that the U.S. military has been engaged in hurricane cyclone modification operations since 1947. How far has the technology advanced in the last 76 years? Certainly the last three headlines couldn't be related, could they? Just an incredible coincidence. Just because the U.S. military has been engaged in hurricane cyclone manipulation operations for 76 years, again starting in 1947, with Project Cirrus, doesn't mean that they would conduct covert weather warfare against nations it opposes. Does it? You decide. Connect the dots. One more from the oil-rich country that is constantly in the crosshairs of Western empires. From the JerusalemPost.com, magnitude 5.5 earthquake strikes southern Iran. And Afghanistan has been hit over and over and over. And here's my question. Are tectonic frequency weapons real? Please investigate that issue and you will be shocked at what you discover. And you can connect the dots from that point on. Here's one more mention of oil, empire, and conflict from UNCTAD.org. That stands for the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development. This headline, The Unrealized Potential of Palestinian Oil and Gas Reserves. That's interesting, isn't it? This report was from August 28, 2019, but is it more relevant today than ever? You decide. Here's from the report. Quote, oil and natural gas resources in the occupied Palestinian territory could generate hundreds of billions of dollars for development. The United Nations Trade and Development Report then states this. Geologists and resource economists have confirmed that the occupied Palestinian territory lies above sizable reservoirs of oil and natural gas. The West Bank and the Mediterranean coast off the Gaza Strip also has such reserves, according to this recent UNCTAD study. Again, that acronym stands for the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development. We don't hear that mentioned on Matrix Media, do we? Yes, there's so much that so many don't realize and sadly don't want to know. But in spite of it all, unfolding and accelerating biosphere collapse will always be the bottom line. From Gizmodo.org, this headline from this week, headed to, quote, potential collapse, alarm bells are blaring in new climate report. The report then says, scientists warn of unlivable heat and food shortages after analyzing 35 planetary vital signs. Week after week, the reports get worse and worse at blinding speed. From the Washington Post, Americans, especially wealthy ones, are still spending big. The report says continued consumer spending on travel, concerts, restaurants, and more is propelling economic growth beyond what many had expected. That's enough from that report. The point 
is already made. This Washington Post headline is a signpost to the self-destructive blindness, greed, and gluttony that has become the foundation of industrialized, militarized, so-called civilization. Yes, by all means, let's keep the loot, plunder, pillage, and pollute printed money from thin air Ponzi scheme going until there's absolutely nothing left. Moving on and changing gears. More bad news from the New York Post. If you think mosquitoes are little more than just a nuisance, think again. Here's the headline. Yellow fever scourge from the 1800s is coming back. And the U.S. is woefully unprepared. That's into the headline. Here's from the report. The mosquito-borne disease known as yellow fever is primed for a resurgence, say medical experts, and they always know what's coming, don't they? Just like Anthony Fauci. And the U.S. is woefully unprepared. Yellow fever joins other diseases, malaria, dengue, leishmaniasis, All diseases that were once confined to the tropics but have now spread northwards into the U.S. due to a warming climate, the report says. They then say there is no cure for yellow fever and up to 60% of people who develop a severe form of the disease will die. That's according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Question, are the billions of genetically modified mosquitoes being released in so many locations a part of this equation? You decide. On a similar theme from KFFHealthNews.org, CDC, Centers for Disease Control, warns tropical flesh-eating parasite is now endemic in Texas. Sandflies native to the southern U.S. are spreading the Leishmania Mexican parasite. This is a very hideous ailment. If you search this, you won't like what you see. The images are horrifying. And now... Let's add this alarming puzzle piece from the science publication source journals.plos.org. This is regarding the flesh-eating parasite now endemic in Texas. Here's the headline of the science report. Optimization of sandfly embryo microinjection for gene editing by CRISPR. You know what that is? That's gene editing technology. It says CRISPR technology has rapidly emerged as a very effective tool for gene editing Gene editing strategies used in mosquitoes and other model insects have been adapted to work with sand flies. Coincidentally, the very insect that carries the insidious Lishmania parasite. Lishmania, again for the record, is a very insidious and dangerous flesh-eating parasite. Google up some images of victims and then try to unsee what you saw. Back to the broader horizon of biosphere collapse, new from CBC Canada, another dot to connect. Climate crisis could cause catastrophic harm to human health. 200 plus medical journals warn. No could, no may, no might is, and it's coming at blinding speed. And about the could part, too late, damage done. And not just from our superheating planet, industrialized militarized pollution coupled with climate engineering at the top of the list, is wreaking havoc on what's left of the planet's life support systems. The CBC report continues with this. Coordinated editorial calls on World Health Organization to declare global health emergency. More than 200 medical journals are calling on the World Health Organization to deem two overlapping environmental crises, climate change and biodiversity loss, as a global health emergency while warning of the potential for, quote, catastrophic harm 
to human health. The world's health-related environmental challenges are now so severe, the report states, that the spread of infectious diseases, just covered much of that, to the rise of waterborne infections, to the health impacts of air pollution, changes in land use, for instance, have forced tens of thousands of species to into closer contact, they say, increasing the exchange of pathogens and fueling the emergence of new diseases. And pay no attention, by the way, to the 400-plus biolabs all over the world that do exactly the same. Engineer pathogens. I wonder why. Climate engineering fallout, for the record, is inseparable from all that was just reported. And the next report as well. Here's a reminder report on the ubiquitous contamination of the planet, planet, from planet, from planet, from urine.com. Microplastics ingested by humans can be found in every organ, including the brain. They say new research on the impact of microplastics on mice suggests that these small particles could induce behavioral changes. In the study published in the International Journal of Molecular Science, the authors found that the small plastic particles accumulated in every tissue they examined, including deep in brain tissue. Exposure to the plastics led to, again, behavioral changes in the mice similar to dementia in humans, the researchers stated, with older mice more heavily impacted. And let's remember this not-so-fun fact. In biological warfare operations, militaries use polymer fibers and graphene as biological carrier platforms. How insidious might this entire mix, this entire scenario actually be? Will we ever know before it's too late? One more from phys.org. Climate loss and damage talks end in failure. A crucial meeting on climate loss and damage ahead of COP28, which is a total farce, ended in failure Saturday with countries from the global north and south unable to reach an agreement according to sources involved in the talks. And who's running COP28, when that conference occurs, an oil industry executive. What an unimaginable conflict of interest that is. And on alt media, even now, so many are so mistakenly trying to convince themselves that there's nothing wrong with the climate because they think or they're trying to convince themselves and others that if people are making money off the disaster, the disaster must not be real. But that couldn't be further from the truth. Climate isn't just damage. It's completely imploding. We don't face global warming or climate change. We face an abrupt climate collapse being further fueled by climate engineering operations. And to pretend otherwise is to be completely immersed in denial. People make money off wars. In fact, the same core people, the money printers, make money off both sides of the conflict. Does that mean the conflict didn't happen and people didn't die? Of course it doesn't mean that. We need to look through a clear lens and not tell ourselves what we want to hear. Pressing on more on weather warfare. This is a follow-up report. Storm Babbitt caused dangerous floods as the dry side of Scotland isn't used to such torrential rain. Same theme, UK farmers warn of rotting crops after storm babbit flooding, crushing food supplies, either flash drought, flash flood, flash freeze, consistently happening, not nature, climate engineering. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with the climate. Please don't misunderstand me. And so many people continue to misquote me. I'm simply stating that these specific events and these specific regions with such consistency cannot be attributed to just natural occurrence, random occurrence. 
far too consistent. Next, Coastal Storm provides unexpected foam party. They're talking about Babbitt, the same storm. And the foam is surfactants. And if you see the film's of this foam related to this storm, like many other storms in which so many surfactants came ashore and there's foam many, many feet thick, sometimes six, seven, eight feet thick. That's not nature. That's surfactants, which are part of the mix. They are used to keep the climate engineering elements from coagulating together. But yet our so-called science community pretends this is just some normal phenomenon. From AccuWeather, a nation divided by temperatures. This is the Geoengineered freeze-fry scenarios. Look up that article, that exact headline, addressing the situation. The report says there's a big split in temperature across the country between warm and chilly air. This We're back to the same scenario that we had in previous winters. They pump water north from the record warm Gulf of Mexico. And in, in this case, some of the water came from the hurricane that just hit Mexico. And they pumped that water north and then they chemically nucleate it and create a flash surface cooldown, a toxic flash surface cooldown. Weather whiplash, temperature whiplash, is the harbinger of climate intervention operations. From severeweather.eu, an early polar vortex disruption event is coming with a strong cold weather pattern change across Canada and the United States. And that's in spite of the fact that the whole planet overall is in total meltdown mode biggest military in the world, U.S. military, bigger than the next 10 biggest militaries combined, still throwing everything it has at chemically cooling down the North American continent. And as far as the disruption of the jet stream, that is done by manipulating atmospheric pressure zones, ionosphere heaters like HARP in Alaska, core to that equation. From AccuWeather, temperature roller coaster to send northeast on loop. Following record-breaking warmth across much of the northeast, residents will soon have to deal with the coldest air of the season and potentially frosty conditions, and people don't think there's anything wrong. It can be 80 degrees one day and freezing cold the next, and they don't think anything's wrong. Next headline, snowfall. Arctic air tubing, widespread dose of winter from Washington to Dakotas. More coming on engineered weather in a moment. Stand by. But first this. Even before the controllers completely kick off World War III, collapse is already here. It's already unfolding. In fact, it's completely connected to what cards the controllers are playing right now in different parts of the world. From Climate Action Australia, the world is collapsing. The report says climate breakdown has begun and the world in which we live is collapsing. More breaking headlines on that theme in a moment. You're listening to the weekly installment of Global Alert News, the bad news broadcast installment number 429, October 28th, 2023. This is Dane Wigington, your host. Global Alert News is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org, the largest and most visited website in the world on the subject of climate intervention operations known as geoengineering. The commercial-free, non-political Global Alert News Hour is broadcast currently in 27 AM and FM stations throughout the country. All recent recordings of this broadcast can be found on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent column. Geoengineering Watch wishes to express our deepest gratitude to those that have helped us to expand our reach and thus our voice in this last hour effort to sound the alarm. On that subject, if you're on our email list, please put us on your email contact book so that our mail-outs don't go to the spam files. 
please help us to share the groundbreaking documentary, The Dimming, which fully exposes the climate engineering atrocities. The best way to share is by circulating the direct link to The Dimming by email directly from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. Sharing directly helps us to overcome social media censorship. When viewing our YouTube of The Dimming or Global Alert News or any other Geoengineering Watch video on YouTube, please subscribe, share, and comment, all of which helps us to circulate critically important data to a much wider audience. To all those who are steadfastly committed to this must-win fight for all that matters, I want to express my deepest and most profound gratitude. It's our collective efforts that can still make a difference at this late hour. Stay tuned for input and specific directions on how to make your voice heard in this all-important fight. Moving on. Collapse isn't just coming. It's here. And this is exactly what geoengineeringwatch.org has been warning about for nearly 15 years And now, finally, many sources are starting to acknowledge it, not because they're invested in telling the truth, but because they can no longer hide it. From Nine News Australia, Earth's vital signs have never been worse as climate scientists warn of, quote, unbearable heat and shortages of food and fresh water, and the so-called scientists still won't tell the truth about climate engineering. Next from the UK Guardian, Earth's vital signs, worse than at any time in human history, scientists warn. These are all from this week. The Guardian report then states life on our planet is in peril, say climate experts, as they call for a rapid and just transition to a sustainable future. That is nothing but Pollyanna fantasy. Quote, sustainable energy is anything but it's a carbon fuel extender at best. It will not save us from ourselves. From the Huffington Post. Time is up. Scientists warn Earth has entered, quote, uncharted climate territory. How many years have I stated that was unfolding on this broadcast. From ABC News, climate scientists warn Earth systems heading for, quote, dangerous instability. Too late. Already there. It's going to get far worse fast. From the Daily Maverick, scientists warn planet Earth reaching point of no return without urgent climate change interventions. What's that mean? Climate engineering? After over 75 years of that, how well is that going so far? And to be clear for those that are new to this subject, there is nothing benevolent about climate engineering anything. It's simply a guise for weather warfare. Next from journal.co.uk, life on earth under siege from humans, say scientists. Next, a half-truth from motherboard.com, 15,000 scientists warn society could collapse this century in dire climate report. That is total delusion. Society is already collapsing. And on the current trajectory, mathematically and statistically, we won't make the end of this decade. Again, that's not some wild speculation from thin air. We've already lost 80 to 90% of Earth's insect populations, 90% of plankton populations in the Atlantic, other oceans not far behind. Global tree cover down 60 plus percent. We have fisheries collapsing around the globe down 90%. Pelagic fish populations 90% decline. Wildlife populations have declined 70% of already declining populations. That's in the last 40 years alone on the current trajectory. We face zero hour for no functional wildlife populations by 2026. Ozone layer collapsing. Functional collapse likely within the next two to three years. Short of some unforeseen miracle. And I don't say that lightly, but I don't know what that would be. And I certainly have to stand on data that's actually available. And that is the data. We won't make the end of this decade, let alone 
the end of the century. Climate scientists are totally delusional and they're paid to be so. Whether consciously or unconsciously, it doesn't matter. They are lying to us at a level that can scarcely be comprehended. Look around. Decide for yourself. Don't believe me. I've never, ever asked anyone to believe me. Open your eyes and look around you. We have the carnage and chaos happening around the planet because there's no longer enough to go around and that will get worse very, very fast from here. We are hurtling into Mad Max scenarios all over the globe. Next, new from the dailydigest.com, a supercomputer predicts 25% of life on Earth will soon be extinct. Already far past that point. And it takes a supercomputer to guess at what's already happened? The report states Earth is currently going through its sixth mass extinction event, and at the beginning of 2023, Europe's best supercomputer predicted most of the deaths of this event will occur between now and the turn of the century. So what happens after that? Everybody's magically fine. Next, a similar statement of total deception from Popular Mechanics magazine. Modeling shows 27% of plants and animals will disappear by 2100. Let's stop and take a snapshot of right now in 2023. Extinction rate, 15,000 times the background rate today. We're losing two to 300 species of plant, animal, and insect a day to extinction now. That 15,000 times the background rate equates to a million and a half percent of normal. Again, we are already far past the 27% statistic today in regard to total populations, insects, trees, plankton, wildlife, all of it. This is total pacification of populations by these so-called scientists. They're paid to do this to keep the population from panicking until the last possible moment. Next... Moving on, why has it been raining every weekend in the Northeast? First headline from KTVZ. It's rained every weekend for nearly two months in the Northeast, and here's what's causing it, they say, and when it might end. For the record, climate engineering is at the core of precipitation manipulation. Again, they decide where it will rain, when, and how toxic that rain will be. Next, this from the New York Times. Here's the headline. Please, New Yorkers beg... Make the weekend rain stop. Their plea should be directed at the weather makers, the geoengineers. Let's all pretend they're not really up there in plain sight, completely decimating our skies with climate engineering filth day in and day out. Does anybody wonder where the blue skies have gone? Does anybody wonder? Next from WBAL, Weather Talk. Why is it raining every weekend? This is why, again, because they are using that moisture and patented processes of chemical ice nucleating cloud seeding to cool down the surface, to confuse and divide the population as to the true state and immediacy of planetary meltdown until the last possible moment. And thus, by these engineered winter operations, you get headlines like this from AccuWeather.com, cold winds and freezes to shock the northeast in wake of weakened storm. But then this report states, AccuWeather forecasters recommend people in the northeast buckle up for a bumpy ride through the weekend as each day will bring different conditions. But a lengthy dry stretch and warming trend will follow. This is weather whack-a-mole. Temperature, whiplash scenarios, chemical ice nucleation, the thermometer goes up and down at blinding speed. That's not nature. It's climate engineering. Also from AccuWeather, pattern flip-flop. 
to bring dramatic change to the West, leading to a big cool down and even snow. AccuWeather meteorologists are tracking a big drop in temperatures and even the potential for the first accumulating snow of the season for some. Here's what's happening in Northern California. Only days ago, we were 95 degrees, and now it's a very unnatural surface, cold outside. Your breath fogs very unnaturally. They dried up all our precipitation because the chemical ice nucleating operations do that. The endothermic reaction dries up much of the moisture, much like a swamp cooler, if people know what that is, the evaporative cooler that uses a lot of moisture. And that evaporation effect cools the air mass down. That's what's happening on a scale that's unimaginable, with toxic elements radically magnifying the effect, contaminating everything on the planet at the same time, however. AccuWeather, Halloween trick or treating forecast, teeth chattering chill for some. Again, these are the kind of headlines that the climate engineers are trying to create, confusing, dividing populations. And those, again, on many sources that pretend these flash chemical cooldowns are somehow nature, somehow a sign that it's not really as hot as it is on the planet. When you push that kind of narrative, you're stating exactly what the climate engineers and the power structure wants to pretend that this is nature creating these engineered winter events when it's anything but. Search Chinese scientists create artificial snowstorm. For those that are unfamiliar with everything I'm talking about, you'll find Popular Science covered it, Fox News, MSNBC, The Guardian, countless major sources. But if you bring this up here, you're somehow a fringe conspiracy theorist. Even though we have patents, science studies, Actual events being conducted by other countries, but you can't mention it here. Far too many in the U.S. have been trained, programmed to knee-jerk respond with a, quote, conspiracy theory phrase without a second's thought, without a moment's investigation. That needs to change. Next, what's the overall picture look like? Again, here's one example. From the Washington Post, Earth's climate shatters heat records. From that report amid what's destined to be Earth's warmest year on record, multiple climate data points have capitulated to stunning extremes. Temperature records have not only been broken, but also surpassed previous high marks by unparalleled margins over the land and sea. The excess heat has contributed sharply to declining levels of ice near the poles and the historic fire season in Canada. It's not just Canada. There were fires all over the globe. Adding to this, this puzzle piece from sciencealert.com, quote, we've lost control. West Antarctic ice sheets, unavoidable meltdown. And from the top of the world, from weather.com, scientists know why 10 billion Alaskan snow crabs disappeared. I'll cut to the chase on this report. They starved to death because superheating seas are causing the total collapse of the ocean food chain on which we depend. Here's a backup article on the death of the crabs from the UK Guardian. Billions of Alaska snow crabs likely vanished due to warm ocean, study says. The report then states, the eastern Bering Sea snow crabs once thought to be overfished, that was one way they tried to hide it, now they're having to tell the truth, actually starved to death in mass because the change in water temperature increased their caloric needs considerably. That's from scientists at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The agency that has, by the way, a federal gag order on them. All agency operations, including National Weather Service, the same. They only tell you what they can no longer hide. 
Also from the Guardian, rapid ice melt in West Antarctica. Now inevitable research shows sea level will be driven up no matter how much carbon emissions are cut. Putting coastal cities in danger. No. No, it's not putting them in danger. They are done. Nothing can stop this now. You can shut all forms of human activity off tomorrow, including climate engineering. It's baked into the equation. Coastal habitations are done. It's a matter of time, and it is a very, very non-linear equation. Those in power know this. That's why they're playing big cards right now. They know they're out of time. They know that the only thing they can rely on now is their military might until populations wake up, if they wake up. And it needs to be soon or it won't matter. And there's no way those in power could do what they do without the active or passive support of the majority population. And this most especially includes our military brothers and sisters, not just in the U.S. military, but others around the globe. The kind of insanity that's being waged right now could not happen without the majority support, either actively or passively, of the population. We've seen the enemy, and he is us. Our so-called leaders are morally bankrupt and all too often clinically insane. Our so-called scientists seem to have abandoned any semblance of honor and honesty in exchange for a paycheck and a pension, neither of which will matter for much longer. The planet is broken and the human race is the cause. All forms of destructive human activity are a part of the problem with climate engineering, a.k.a. weather warfare, at the top of the list. Geoengineeringwatch.org knew all of this was coming, and we have been sounding the alarm as loudly as possible for almost a decade and a half. If we knew, how could the legions of so-called climate experts not know? The same so-called experts that even now refuse to tell the truth about the climate engineering weather warfare onslaught. The forests around my mountaintop off-grid home are now deafeningly silent. The once magnificent flocks of geese that should be frequently seen this time of year in the skies above my off-grid home are no more. How many even notice, let alone care, enough to actually help with the desperate battle to sound the alarm? As I trek through the now rapidly dying forests that have always been my cathedral, I sometimes sit for the moments that I can spare at the base of trees that I know so very well. Some 500 years old or more, trees that have been my friends through thick and thin, through great challenges, fighting fires at their very perimeter. This I have done. This I share with the trees, sentient beings, my comrades that are now dying. I find myself wishing and longing that I could go back in time in the very places that I often visit in the forest where Native Americans lived for as much as 8,000 years, which is what archaeological studies done on the habitat preserve around my home have determined. 8,000 years without damaging the environment on which the Native Americans fully knew their lives completely depended. There are moments when I am deep in the forest that I sense their presence, when I sense their grief at what has been done to their former home for so many millennia. I consider my Choctaw ancestors and what they were forced to endure at the hands of the invading empire. Empire that continues on its quest to control everything and everyone to this day. But this dark chapter in human history is rapidly coming to an end. 
Are the global controllers desperate and dangerous enough to consider nuclear bomb detonations as a form of climate engineering? The short answer is yes. The proposal has long since been openly discussed in some circles of Western power. What would the overall consequences be if even a limited exchange occurred? The likely end of terrestrial life on Earth due to ionizing radiation stripping away what little is left of the ozone layer. And even without a nuclear exchange, there are the coming nuclear power plant meltdowns as societies collapse, leaving nuclear power plants unmanned, which translates into certain meltdown. So, what now? Numerous cultures and traditions would appear to have predicted what's unfolding, from biblical scriptures to the Hopi Indian prophecies that stated, quote, in the time of great change, cobwebs will be spun in the skies. How much more on the mark could that be? Geoengineering jets spinning cobwebs in the skies. The destination that the human race is hurtling toward wasn't so hard to foretell, given the behavior of so many in the ranks of the human race. For far too many, morality means anything that they believe benefits them. For far too many, comforting lies matter much more than terrible truths, which are all too often completely rejected without a moment's honest investigation. The vast majority in first world nations continue to go about their lives as if their way of life is going to continue indefinitely into the future. Such a notion couldn't be further from the truth. What has been will very soon no longer be. This includes the majority of the human race, and this is mathematically under the best-case scenario, a.k.a. a scenario under which at least some of the planet's life support systems survive what's unfolding. Short of this, the alternative scenario becomes very clear. Extremely near-term extinction. Those who wield the levers of power are acutely aware of what's coming, as they should be. They're the ones most responsible for making it all happen on countless fronts, including global conflict, which is certainly part of their plan at this point. And again, sadly and alarmingly, far too many in global populations have either actively or passively participated, blindly believing anything and everything the Matrix Media Ministry of Propaganda pushes on them. If we remain on the current course, our near-term destination will be the final chapter. Can a complete course correction alter the outcome and at least buy time for our species to consider the path of total insanity that delivered us all to this dark hour? I fully understand the battle fatigue that so many feel. After 20 years of non-stop slogging in this fight, I truly understand. We must all consider that our point, our purpose, our mission is infinitely more important than what Matrix-managed Industrialized, militarized societies have trained, taught, and programmed since birth. We are here for a reason at this most critical moment in the history of our species. Our individual parts in the play aren't just an accident of fate. Now is when we each decide why we are here and what we are made of and what we are capable of if we simply set our minds and our hearts to the task at hand. Search the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for specific details on how you can help to move this fight forward. Please share credible data from a credible source. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, this is Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.